to B Tech Philosophers. I want to say episode 70, maybe. Yeah, I think. 68, man. I feel like we're just stuck in the mid 60s. One away from the magic number. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. It's something special. Should we end it there? Episode 69. Just just end it that would be funny. Right. That would be, be funny. To be honest, this is a financial drain. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It does cost a lot. I don't know. Have we made money back? Um, no. No, yeah, yeah, we No, have, if, we if we were to take this to an accountant, mm -hmm. he would go, end this now. End this now. This has to end. <laughs> you are bleeding resources you do not have. We, we've made more than I thought we would a year in, but still with the expenditure. Do you know, but I always say we should just get our own place, innit? As if I that would, would make less. I would love. I would love to get our own place and just still have Lucas as a producer. But I, I don't understand. Yeah, we go to a crack den, just like let us borrow this room. You can cook crack in there, <laughs> in these hours still. But just for a couple hours, let us have this room. So we're gonna be in someone's bando. Yeah, we'd have some interesting guests. A hundred percent, man. Stories. The Filipino lady who cooks the crack. Oh my gosh! Like, why is she here Filipino? Like, I, I, she of any story. race or any gender, uh, any anything. Why? Okay, so, but I, I, I want to know. Like, I don't, I didn't think the Filipino community was the big crack dealers. <laughs> yeah, but they just hire people to like do the actual cooking of the crack. The Filipino lady. I've seen Filipino ladies cook crack. Where? <laughs> On a YouTube video, vice. <laughs> really? Yeah. In London. To type it in. Filipino I'm praying this comes up. <laughs> Filipino lady okay. cooking crack. Filipino you, crack. Could type in, in, you could type in any nationality cooking crack and it will come up. Do you know they cook crack naked so they make sure they don't steal anything? Really? That's why they call it crack. Because um, they check that you don't keep any in your crack. That's not why they... <laughs> no, it isn't. That is the biggest lie I've ever... I sold it though. You could, no, you sounds, didn't sell it at all. It, sounds, it didn't. It didn't. You, you. It was an out of date thing that you've put on the shelf <laughs> and produced. And I've gone. That herring has got mold on it. I don't. You, you're selling herring in this story. Herring. Herring. You saying herring? Herring. Herring. Like the fish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 I've, I broke the mic. Fuck. Sorry. Sorry about the sound the last few just weeks. Just hold that up for an hour. Fine, yeah. Is it? Does it sound okay? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Sorry about the sound the last few weeks. Not our fault. But yeah, keep sending me the fucking abuse. Well, I, I had control of the BTEC account for two days and then I logged out and I can't log back in again. So it was good while it lasted. You were doing a lot of work. All, the, all those Q&As, that was all me. Yeah. I, I wish I'd saved some because I don't remember any of the things. People. No, there was some really... In oh, I could get them up. Yeah, you yeah, can go yeah. on the archive yeah, and okay, find can, them. Oh, it's saved in the archive because yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. asked, they, they, are, they wanted to debate some, us to debate some interesting things, but I just don't remember any of them. Okay. But as soon as I get that password back, I'm going to have more engagement. Oh, shit. Because the engagement that I was doing increased our engagement no, it by a hundred percent. Because no, it did, it did. Elliot has zero engagement. Yeah, I, 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 I I've, I've got. To but it's the bare minimum I can do, considering I do really nothing else. No, oh, oh, <laughs> but you uh, eat into the microphone. <laughs> <That was amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> Just like how part of three D app, you hear. <laughs> Mike eating strawberry lace. You know what it is? I don't even chew that obnoxiously anywhere else. But sometimes when I get around the microphone, I just got to chew like that. How do I find the archive? But Lucas, settings. What do you think about this crack den idea? Because um, the crack den idea, I think it's got, uh, I think it's got potential. I, I worry about the sound bleed. You know, like of the glass pipes and the clanging of the pots. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And also the arguments of a pimp slapping. Uh, the slap's gonna reverberate. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah. Hey, yo, where my fucking money? <laughs> where my fucking money, bruv? So, yeah, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, it's £3.50. No, tell him. Tell that bitch to get in it now. Get me the coat hanger. I'm whipping this bitch. So, yeah, uh, remember, uh, leave a five star review. <laughs> ah! 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 I'm sorry, 
More of that on next the Patreon. Week. <laughs> <laughs> next week, Bella Hall will be joining <laughs> us. <and> <laughs> 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 uh, but honestly, though, you live in South London, you can easily find us a crack then. Or at least Stand just name, like, a, like an office space. But actually, not, that, not that we don't enjoy the uh, voxel and, and its qualities, but I feel like a crack den could provide us with an equal mm. level. That's would you would you follow us to the crack den, Lucas? Yeah, yeah, of course. you work here a lot. Of course, yeah. But I feel like the benefits of moving to the crack den, free crack. Yeah. For you. I don't, I don't know if they're going to well, give us free discount. crack. They won't give us free crack. Maybe a staff discount. I don't know. Yeah, we don't. Oh, come on, we don't off. get free food here. That's true. That's we get a bottle of water. We do get a bottle of water. We could get. It isn't here anymore. <laughs> by the way, yeah, anymore. No, we don't get that anymore. I reckon we could negotiate. Give us a sample of like the latest crack that they're gonna put out. So we had the Green Angel sponsoring us. Yeah. Shout out Green Angel. And it's the same, like. And so we're, we're like the test bunnies for the crack. Kind of like you see the American Gangster, that blue magic. We test the blue magic before it goes out to the masses. I, by the way, can I just say, I would a hundred percent do crack. <laughs> would you? I would a hundred percent give it a go. How? I'm, I'm a, I, I would do it, but I, my worry is it would be too good. Yeah, well, of course. I don't actually know. How do you do crack? You put it's you put it in a glass pipe. You heat up the pipe and then smoke. But apparently it's quite hard to smoke. Mm. Apparently mm. it's quite a, a tricky one to to inhale because it's really hard. Okay, each of us named top forbidden drug, sort of like taboo drug that you would do. Just just one time, if like you guarantee you couldn't get. Well, no, if you guarantee you couldn't get hooked, I'd do all of them because mm. fucking why not? I'd give meth a go. Meth. <laughs> yeah, I'd give meth a go. What what is the benefits of meth for the method you do the meth? Well, it's basically like Adderall, so it makes you very uh, oh for real concentrated, yeah. I think, and like uh, so why so so the methods on the street? Why do they want that kind of high, just intense focus on their life? Be very productive. <laughs> we, don't, we don't really do much meth in this country. We the British population. British population. Hey hey hey, you you want to you you consider yourself British? I do. Yeah. Stand yeah. with your country, yeah, man. We don't do meth much, but. That's because coke and crack is accessible. Mm. That's why in Australia they mainly do meth because cocaine is expensive and shit out there. Is it really? Whereas here, like cocaine's okay. I tell you what, bro. When you do coke in America, you know, like when you go to America and you drink a drink, you get like a uh, a Fanta or a Dr Pepper, and they allow as much sugar as they want to put. <laughs> that's in. why it's more orange. Yeah, uh, that, and you're like, oh fuck, that's what it's meant to taste yeah. like. It's the same with cocaine. Really? You go out there, oh, you do man. coke out there, and you're like, oh. This is the real. Oh, oh, okay. We're being fucking lied to back home. Yeah, I mean, I don't really do coke, um, but I would if I was to do it. I want to try the Colombian fresh out the packet. Do you know what I mean? You've done coke. Stop I, trying I, to. Hey, hey, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. The black people don't need to know what I've done. Uh, Why is it? Okay, right. Like, it's either so. I feel like with white people. Mm-hmm. There's like the baseline session. Okay. But black people don't do it. Mm-hmm. But then if they do, it's like all in. No. It's like it's like when I look at the crackheads in Fort and Heath, and it's a it's a diverse yeah. crack group. Yeah. It's like there's one there's a couple it's like the black ones like really go for it. That's because of fucking Nixon. Not, not in South London. What in Fort and Heath? And now we're blaming him for that one too. We're blaming him for the crack epidemic in South London as well. It's fucking Nixon. The screen is frozen. Is that is that going to be an issue? No, it's fine. I've got it on. Oh, okay, oh, cool. okay, cool. But uh, can you take it off, by the way? I don't actually want to watch. Uh, so, but um, 
I feel like that's just more systemic, like people who are already down low and then it's like, fuck it, why not? Mm. Do you know what I mean? But like white people will be just doing all right and they're they're doing an a range of shit. Nah, well, I, I, I think there's this weird thing in this country with sesh culture that we're going to have to address at some point where I think younger and younger people are more getting into uh, coke and I I was speaking to a comedian one, massive in London right now. Yeah, I was speaking to a comedian one time and he made a very good point. I won't say the comedian who it was, but he made a good point that cocaine used to be naughty. It used to be every now and then someone would be like, "Oh, you know, I've got a bit of coke on me," and people would be like, oh. mm. "It was like this naughty thing." Where now, and I've I've done this in the past. I don't do it anymore. I very much pick my battles with the session. Mm. I'm I'm sort of getting past it a little bit. Uh, now. People do it weekend, every weekend, like Friday, Saturday, yeah. and that's not good. You should, you, um, you know, I think I think people really need to watch that a little bit. How fucking hell, we sound like Minister Sobray. <laughs> it's uh, it is interesting what, what they say to on Frank, it, man. Huh? What happened to Frank? Yeah, it's talk, talk to, to Frank. Frank still about. Yeah, I think so. I remember. I remember David it. Mitchell used to do the advert of the yeah. dog. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, good paycheck days. Yeah, I bet that's a banging phone. Yeah. Do you know what would be funny? Doing that advert and then buying Coke. <laughs> like getting that right and the first thing you do is you go out and get on it. Oh. But it's, I yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I've fucked around with drugs a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I've tried to do, um, I've done, when I was younger, I had a bit of Coke left and I, I had some writing that needed to get done. I took it and did it. Dangerous road to go down. Yeah. The, well, it's like you're linking it to your creativity. Problem is, is it fucking work? Did it? See, that's yeah. why it's dangerous. Have you have you done that? No, no, no. But I know people do it a lot before they go on stage as well. What? What? Yeah, people. I think in America it's maybe more common. But Ooh. yeah, I've heard people do it on stage to get like, uh, you know, if you're doing like three, four gigs a night and you're just out of energy. Sometimes I have this fantasy like, I'm supposed to go to Edinburgh. I haven't written my show two days before. I fucking just take it out of roll and just bang out a show in like 48 hours without sleeping. I don't know why I have that fantasy, but just the idea of like, just mass deadline and just tightest deadline, I just stay awake and just produce something. Oh, fuck that, bruv. Imagine like you're trying to work out an hour in 48 hours. Fuck That's, no, I, I, I know there's, but I, I know, okay, so I was doing um a late night show in Edinburgh one time, I was closing, I was gonna be on at 3 a.m. Well, I ended up on at 3 a.m. You're gonna be on about 2.30. And I, my show was at like 12 in the morning, but it was the final, what, so I didn't have a show the next day. And this was my last gig, closing late in life. Fuck it, it was late in life. And I went into the bar and I went, can I get a Red Bull? Mm. And they were like, no, we don't do Red Bull because it's a late night show because it will get people too hyped up. And I was like, oh, I, I get their logic. I can understand, <laughs> they were like, we don't want Fair it. Enough. I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, fuck, what can I do? And then I, I said to another comic, and they were like, I could give you a line. And I went, yeah, go on then. And I did, a, that was like a time I did coke before going on stage. First time you'd ever done it? No. <laughs> um, no, when I was, when I, that was the first time I did it for going on stage. Yeah. I've never, uh, like when I was a lot younger, I was a fucking moron. Uh, I wouldn't do, do like drugs or really anything like that before going on stage, but I'd go on piss and stuff like that. Whereas now I'm a lot more wary of that. Mm. I'm a lot more 
Um, you don't need it. <clears throat> well, you never need it normally, but you just, you know, I don't think you need it in, in any, it's all, it's all psychological, like, oh, I need something mm. before I go on. And then like, you know, that's when it becomes like an addiction. I, I want to do a special, I'll do it after I've put this hour out, maybe in the next couple of years. I want to do a crowd work special, yeah? Mm. 40 minutes, 10 minutes at a different place. On different drugs? On different drugs. <laughs> one on mushrooms, one on weed, one on coke, and then one on something else. I feel like alcohol. Yo, you shouldn't yeah, have put that out. So I was going to steal that. That's it's a, that's it's a, a good funny idea. idea. It's a good idea. That's idea, a it? funny. Yeah. That, but I Hella dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, I, would, I wouldn't like show myself doing the drugs in it, but I was thinking of having like different edits where it's like, and like yeah. each, so when I'm Just on mushrooms- track marks on your- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a set list. <laughs> when, I, when I'm on like mushrooms, I want to be dressed like all psychedelic. Yeah. When I'm on coke, I want to be dressed like Colombian shirt. Like, 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 uh, you know, yeah. when I'm on like, and, but I, I think with weed, <laughs> weed's too, weed's been done. Yeah, of course. But I feel like it'd be a cool one to do. It would be, uh, I might have to put an age warning on that if you ever did that. I'd put it on YouTube and I'd just be like, I wouldn't say during it, mm. I, but I would say, I would very much allude to it. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be like, here I am on drugs. But I just think it'd be cool to do, like you film one at Top Secret, you film one at Backyard, you, you'd you film, I don't know, I feel like one at, fucking like, it'd be cool to do a couple out of London as mm. well. Yeah. It'd be expensive. What's the four drugs you want to do? Coke, mushrooms, weed, and then maybe alcohol. Okay, and what if none of the content is usable? <laughs> I'd I'd put it up <laughs> as a warning. <laughs> this is what you shouldn't do. This is what you shouldn't do. Fair enough. I I think the one on weed would be definitely good. I think alcohol would be messy. I don't know what the one on coke would be like. I don't Fucking, think. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think coke particularly lends itself to stand up. No, because you're like, well, no, it does because you're just self-absorbed. Mm, but not necessarily for crowd work. Mushroom, mushrooms would I think would be interesting. Do you really want to like hit? I don't want to be peaking. No, when you're on stage, I would I would do it post peak. I wouldn't yeah. want to be coming up on mushrooms. And would you let the crowd know you're on these? Drugs? No, because they would fuck you. No, I wouldn't let the crowd know because I think that would be cheating. I think that then gives you a safety net. I think you need to go on as an act. Yeah, I, I, you don't want the safety net of it. Yeah, that'd be. I remember watching, listening to this thing from Dave Chappelle, and he said he went on stage on mushrooms. And like the crowd was just looking at him weird because he was just a bit like delayed. Mm. And then he just told him, yeah, guys, just so you know, I'm on mushrooms. And then everyone started laughing and it was just like everyone came together. So yeah, it is kind of like cheating in that way, but it could create this beautiful moment of like, oh, he's fucked up, but he's uh, that's why he's like this. And then I don't know how the rest of the gig went, but it just, just created a nice moment. Unless they paid a lot of money and they're like, why the fuck you just go on stage? Yeah, I, I would, I would, it would be at like new material night. Yeah. I wouldn't do it, at, uh, I wouldn't do it, oh. Cause I went on stage high one time and I did just feel like they're looking at me like I'm so dumb and wasting their time. Yeah, Stone, Stone's a tricky one. How did you, did you didn't enjoy it? Well, no, I felt, I probably, probably managed to just get by, but in my head I'm like, man, I'm just everyone, they hates me. They're just looking at me like I'm, they can see it in my eyes. You know, I just stoned. I probably I I get like really red eyed and yeah, slint, slint, well. slinty slinty eyes. That's not uh, that's a word. Don't that word is not associated with anything. It's just a word. Okay, you guys are racist because you took the word and you put a lot of context on it. I just said slinty eyes. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like 
thrown out the n-word and then and then we're like what and you're like oh you guys are racist because you're taking it in a racist Lucas, way google slinty eyed okay <laughs> it's just gonna come up with describing what it is you guys took it and took it somewhere else okay i can't i can't account for your prejudices a word is just a word well no no maybe not just a word because you know there's other words that are loaded what I don't even think slinty is a, is a word. <laughs> I think he's just made that up. What? It's not. I'm in the trenches with the Asian community right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after that Japan scandal in the last one. <laughs> oh, my God, Lucas, on the Patreon episode. People, if you're ever going to sign up to the Patreon, you have to sign up to the Patreon to watch last week's episode with Mark Nelson, right? <laughs> About 20 minutes in. Mike starts talking about geography in the fucking <laughs> wild, like arguing with us ferociously about the simplest bits of geography. Listen. It was, I couldn't believe it. One of that was one of the funniest things I've ever <laughs> seen ever. You have to sign up to the Patreon to see that. Listen, it's incredible. Geography is subjective I <laughs> in terms of like, because it was one place one time. And the plate's always moving. He, what were um, you defending? He was he was saying uh, the Czech Republic. He he got the Czech Republic mixed up with Finland. Okay. And then was going, yeah, but they're like close. And we were going, they're not. And then we looked up and they were 1,200 also, miles away. Timbuktu is apparently real. I didn't know. Timbuktu is yep. real. He thought, the, he thought the Himalayas were in Hungary. HH. Mm -hmm. Not quite. Do you know what I mean? And... And he, uh, what was it? You were arguing. You were arguing that uh, Greenland is a continent. You then started arguing. You said, "Oh well, but it's like an island, so that's what a continent." It's not is. connected. If it's not connected, it's its own thing. No, but then wouldn't Britain be a? Yeah, but it's connected by the text that connects it with France. No, <laughs> <laughs> it says France, and there's an overlap with the text. So you know that's the bridge. Okay, that's a good defense. How are you going to defend slinty-eyed when people bring that up? No one's going to bring that up because they're editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely aren't. I think okay. There's a lot of words that everyone. Most, you ask nine out of ten people, they think that it's a word. We can't just go and interview people on the street and go, do you think slinty-eyed is a thing? <laughs> Everyone knows what I mean when I say it, so it's fine. But um, <laughs> regardless, I don't, I don't, I try not to do drugs anymore. I try not to have any vices. What's your vices anymore nowadays? Drugs. Drugs? <laughs> no. no. I don't really do drugs. You don't even drink that much anymore. You're kind of boring now. Me? Yeah. FIFA. That's, that's your advice. Definitely. I'm, ultimate team. I'm trying. No, not ultimate team. I'm trying to do a season with Crystal Palace where I am invincible and win the quadruple. Really? How's that I've, done, I've done the treble. I did the domestic treble. I dropped one game in the season and I lost in a semi final of the Champions League to Inter Milan. That's realistic. Is that football manager for you? Yeah. I, sometimes I try and play football manager, but it's too fucking complicated. Not football manager. I, don't, I, I, I can't get into that. I just can't understand it's, it. it's complicated and I, I can't. Oh, I don't want that level of control over a team. I just want to fucking I, kick a ball, man. I know, I know, but also like I will lose my life to it. Yeah. I had the I had the this game Hearthstone. Do you know Hearthstone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the mobile. Yeah. Mobile it's game. Yeah. Fucking wicked. It's like this card game. You have like little monsters, and you have it's basically it's like Magic the Gathering, right? But on your phone. It's, oh yeah, that, thanks okay. for giving me better context. Okay. Real white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Yu-Gi-Oh, but okay. sort of stuff, right? And. Man, I got there's this eight v eight mode where you're playing against seven. Uh, sorry, uh, it's like eight people. You're all facing each other, and there's this mode, and you all have the same pool of monsters, and you have to build it up. And I was getting fucking good at it. 
Like I was getting really good at it. And I looked one time at how much time I was spending on it per week and I had to delete it. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Shame is, is a beautiful thing, man. It was it, it, it was just now I've replaced it with TikTok. Right. But at least with TikTok I learned something every now and then. Like what? <laughs> what have you learned from TikTok University? Uh, I watched a video of a guy get eaten by a shark the other day. Learned that that can happen. You learned not to do that. Not to get <laughs> not, eaten not. by a shark. Yeah, oh, bruv. Imagine. I could just poke it in the eye, man. Why are people being such bitches? It's a great white. Do you want to see it? Yeah. I'll, sh I'll show you it. Okay. And you can, you can. Wait a minute. How did this get past the regulations? <clears throat> I don't know. Also, who the fuck was filming it? Some guy, some guy. Another shark. We, yeah. we, I think we spoke about it on here before. <laughs> <laughs> Another shark. There was a, there was this guy, uh, he's standing on the side, he's Australian, and he's like, oh, Jesus, that's a great white. <laughs> uh, here we go. It's pretty, it's pretty graphic. I don't want to see it. Go on. All right, go on. I'll, I'll turn the sound down so the listeners don't have to hear it. Okay, I'll describe what's happening. There's some water. Uh, some birds. No, that's a human person. Yeah, they're just eaten by a shark. And there's lots of flashes of red in the water now. Oh, uh, yeah, that's definitely a, a, a shark eating a man. How many? How oh, many? fucking hell, it's like David Attenborough. <laughs> 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 oh, let me see, let me see. How many, uh, what are the comments like? I hate someone trying to His name was Simon Nellist. He was going to get married as well. Well, tell her there's plenty more fish in the sea. Wait. <laughs> I'm glad the comments aren't trying to be funny. That's good. I hate someone be <laughs> funny. You. Thank you. 32k likes. Wait, it's a shark attack because no one say he died. His name was, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, when I clicked on it, one of the things was, yeah, it bit him in half. But you're like, like well, you know, round two. They might, they might go on the other half out. Who knows, man? Sharks kill 12 people a year, but we kill 10,000 sharks a year. Oh, fuck off, Greenpeace. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Why are we killing sharks? Fin soup. Yeah. Seriously? And the skin. Why don't you just take the fin off? The power the rest move. of it. Because it will die, I think. <laughs> what? Fin the shark. An amputee shark. <laughs> How, how's it going to move? Do the other two fins by its side. But we've taken the fins off. What? what? Oh, you're taking all the fins off? <laughs> what, you can't just leave one fin so it just goes uh, uh, in a circle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fin soup, really? Yeah. Is the fin that flavoursome? I've had I've had uh, I've had uh, shark fin soup. Oh yeah, what does it taste like? I had it. I had Baskin shark when I was in Iceland. I was about oh, six. That's How was nice. it? Do you remember? I, know, I can't remember. I've had alligator. Really? Yeah, that was good. Apparently, it's nice. It was really nice. Actually, rough, yeah. rough meat in Florida. They like it in Florida. They barbecue it and shit, don't yeah. they? How was the meat? Was it rough? It was chewy. Yeah, it was kind of like a chewy pork. Chewy pork. Yeah, like even chewier than. You pork. could replace pork with that. Yeah, I'm but a Muslim. There's so many alligators out there. It's a power move, I think. Mm. Well, I guess it's just like safety as well. Uh, fucking Maybe. Of them. Are you uh, ever heard about that story about that family that went to Disneyland, Florida? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The two-year-old went for a wander in the water and a fucking alligator grabbed it. What happened next? <laughs> the two-year-old <laughs> beat up the yeah, alligator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the two, yeah they like, raised it and then the two-year-old thought it was a crocodile. Listen, and I thought you were pitching a Disney movie. No, <laughs> no. And then they went to go live with in the alligator. In Disneyland. The in, alligator was in, in, in Disneyland. In Disneyland. Wow. In what, Disneyland. what pool was it swimming in? Was it like just a brand I, I don't think it was that like the one with all the slides and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Imagine alligator. if they did have to scrap a movie that was... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was like in the... In the but they, they're, they're, they're a menace in Florida, apparently. Like, they're quite, they're, you know, they're pests. Yeah. Did anyone saw the two-year-olds just running the zigzag? Because they kind of do that anyway. Yeah. 
No, it was just it just wandered in the water. But imagine like how the fuck like nature is so merciless. Like it doesn't take in any. It's just so brutal. Yeah, because like let's let's imagine you get eaten by a bear. Oh, shot. that's the worst one to get eaten. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Do, the you, 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 there's no anger in their eyes. It's just black dots. They're just doing them going around their day. Yeah, they're, they're just mean. eating. They're, they're just, just doing eat the job. You. They don't even kill you. They just eat you. Yeah, it's like it's just there's so oh, it's so horrible. A bear would be the worst to be eaten by because they're omnivores, aren't they? So they yeah. play around with you a little bit. They're trying to work out if really? they want to eat you. Yeah. Apart from polar bears, polar bears will just rip you up. Polar bears really? will fuck you up. That's so if better, it, that's better though, I'd rather it's a quick death. Oh fuck no, man! I don't know. I at least, at least with a grizzly or a brown bear, there's the off chance that they might leave you be. You might make it back. How heavy po is a bear? Fuck, heavy. they're fucking massive. They're like apex predators, but they're the best predator on the so planet. So if they just lie on you, is it not like oh, like, like a, a big car? Fuck, I thought it'd be like a bouncy. Uh, a bouncy castle, castle. Cuddly. yeah they're filled with helium <laughs> you're right oh, no, you wouldn't fill a bouncy castle with helium it'll just float off oh yeah it's they like love honey they love honey if you just give them honey they'll get right off you actually would that's they perfect. no <laughs> like, I was doing what, what? Poo. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not based on any fact they don't actually like honey they no, like honey don't they, 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 oh, they would turn I down honey I think they honey. prefer flesh but really? yeah just little animals you just kill them I understand it now what just kill some animals, man. It's fucking horrible. Bro. They have to hunt. There's some bits of Canada they're like, you have to hunt the bear population. And the deers animals, as well. Deers and all. Yeah. Over here, we just mainly the squirrels, innit? Yeah, the squirrels are a fucking night. But are, are there pigeons in New York? Yeah, there must yeah. be Home Alone too, innit? Yeah. The pigeons over here are... <laughs> that what you base with an animal exists or not? <laughs> yeah. Or if it was in Home Alone too. Yeah, but why the fuck are there so many pigeons in London? Like, it's insane. You I've, I've never seen a pigeon have sex. Oh, I've seen it. What was it like? They just fly on top of each other. I think. I think. Do they do it in the air? Fucking yeah. The, the animal, the bird kingdom is just full of a lot of sexual assault. What do they call it? The airplane miles, or what? What is it when you have mild sex? High, mile high club. Yeah. You ever done that, guys? No. I've had a wank in a plane. I've had a wank. Why did you plane. do that? This is horny. Uh, I had a wank on a, a flight to Guernsey. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a cool. twenty-minute flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you're a fucking addict. What the fuck is that? You I was couldn't like just 13. wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Were you with your family? And you yeah, yeah, yeah. It. it was like a tiny play. There were like 20 people in it as well. That's disgusting. You just hear it. Just yeah. rubbed one out. I was wanking more on that plane than I, on the flight than I was sitting. And what, you <laughs> were wanking heard that on the black box. stand up wanking. No, no, no. I was sitting, I think. Yeah. But I was uh, I was in the toilet more than I was in my seat for that plane. That that um, that flight. I've never taken a shit on a plane. I'm too scared. What? How? Fucking crap. What? To be fair, they give uh they load up airplane food with um stuff that constipates you so you don't shit. So yeah. the air not everyone goes and shit. I just don't believe it'll flush. Really? Yeah. I just won't flush, man. I I I I like a shit on a plane. What's the longest you've gone about shit? I dunno. Oh I've I've been constipated before. That's rough. I want to stin shit for two weeks. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. Why? I was in I went to Chile. And I just um um just couldn't shit, man. But I was I felt fine. And then I got home and then I, and I was telling like a friend of mine, he's like a medical student, like, yeah, you should have died because it's too long. Were you just not going? No, I just never felt the uh, desire to to shit. And then I just uh, I got home and then I shit the first day I was back. But I'm pretty sure it was two weeks. <laughs> I didn't shit, and it was a two week trip. I didn't shit. You definitely shit the bed. I didn't, I didn't Bro, shit. What the fuck? You just... Also, when did you go to Chile? Uh, like seven years ago. Like, university trip. Really? Yeah, I just went to go in there. How was it? That no, was good, man. Get some culture. Uh, it, was like, it was like a learning Spanish thing. Went to go stay with his family. It was a really nice mother. She's dead now. 
but like got, it was really um just really welcoming people. Lots of straight dogs on the street and everything, man. You mean you can't just drop in? She's dead now. Well, she died. I went to go look for her on Facebook, and it was someone saying she died in Spanish. I had to translate it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine copying and pasting that. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I thought it was like happy birthday messages. I was gonna send one, and I was like, oh no, she's dead. <laughs> well, um, I bet you really got on with her as well. No, she was not. Sometimes people would go out because it was like me and two other people in the house. Yeah, and they would go out, and I would just stay in with her and watch. <laughs> Remember we watched the um, uh, Paris terrorist attacks together. Really? Yeah. It was kind of a nice bonding moment between us, just kind of translating, oh, the terrorism is bad. Oh, yeah. What, what, what was her take on, what, what Charlie Hebdo or the Bataclan? Uh, Bataclan, big Oh, one, the bigger, big, big, oh, yeah, big, big, uh, big kahuna. Yeah, we're just watching that and be like, oh, this is bad, isn't it? Yeah. Good bonding moment. I watched, I watched that out of mates and he, he <laughs> fell asleep and he, he, he generally went, wake me up when something good happens. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what point of the attack was it? You know when the attack's like over and it's just like, just shots of police and the outside of the building. You know, like with a terrorist attack, there's a there's the seven minutes of the, the, the terrorist attack. It all happens quite quick. But then the rest of it is just, no one really knows what's going on. Well, that one's fucking crazy. That one was quite prolonged, man. That's That one there, you, that's pretty horrific. France seems to get pretty bad. Um, these terrorist attacks. But I think they're like, because they're quite tough on, it's not even that they're tough on Muslims, they just don't like religion. Yeah, they, they're, it's it's a weird one because they banned the burqa, didn't they? Which I don't really know where I stand on. Yeah, because they banned the burkini. It's like, well, fuck it, if they don't want to show skin, it's none of your business. Yeah, but they're, yeah, they're not, yeah, they're not particularly fond of religion, are they? But I don't get it. If they're like, we don't like religion as a whole, fair enough, but people's personal freedom can't make them show their body if they don't want to. I, I I absolutely agree with that. That I agree with. But then I think when you do it vice versa, when like if you were to go to Saudi Arabia or a Muslim country, you would be expected to follow their rules. In terms of covering up. Yeah. And then so when you go to a country and their thing is like, we don't have this, you then can't go, oh, this is bad. You have to kind of go, all right, well, that's that. I think it's rule. more acceptable to make people put stuff on than to make them take it off. Agreed, agreed, mm -hmm. agreed. I think it. I think like it's women's choice to wear like a, a hijab or the the niqab, is it? Which is the one that's the complete the full one, yeah. Yeah, which like that's women. If that if that's a woman's choice, mm -hmm. that's absolutely fine. Like I, I don't have an issue with it. I think we have such a such a problem. Although mind you, Islam is now like quite cool. It is man. It, it, Islam's come like it, quite a cool thing, you know. A lot, it's a lot more, a lot more people talk about it and stuff. There's still a lot of rappers just say like a bar, Astaghfirullah, whatever that one is. What? I still say that one. Astaghfirullah. I can't. I don't know how to say it. Let's say it at the start of a trip. No, it sounds like you know, Lynn. Astaghfirullah. <laughs> I know it begins with Astar and there's. You're Ast making up a lot of the words today, man. Yeah, I am. I am. Well, that one day I like that one. Bismillah. I like Bismillah. Inshallah. Yeah, Inshallah is a great word. Classic. Yeah. Inshallah is a great word. I sometimes but I felt like in jiu-jitsu sometimes like if I'm about to roll with someone, I don't want to go, I'll just go inshallah. Really? Like, I gotta do it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like a just like a little motivator. Like a little motivator. Um what I think's amazing about Islam is they don't take God's name in vain. Whereas mm. Christianity you have for Christ's sake, for God's sake. Well, people Christ. like I don't know if Christians like that you people do that. I don't think people Christians like be like, oh yeah, use the God's name in vain. I don't think they're fans of it. They don't. It's blasphemy. It's blasphemy. But, but they're not like... It's socially acceptable. Yeah. They're not like, ah, oh, you, you know, you don't like 
militant on it. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's it's. I think it's I think it's like Islam's going through this reformation almost in this country where it is becoming quite like. But it's just more people. Yeah, but it's going to become like there's like a, a Western version of Islam versus like traditional Islam. I'd say like that's that. pretty much already. Yeah, yeah, but that's it. That that's like it's like this thing, and it happens, I guess, with any uh, generation of like any generation of like immigrants or anything like that, where people come, they're very traditional, but then their kids become Westernized. Mm. And I think when it comes to religion, that's quite a tricky balance because you, you know, I do, I do think there is, there is, I think it's like this odd thing, and everyone does it, where like you go to one country and you're like we must respect the rules of this place but then you can't come over with something from another country and go well we're just going to do that here and then the difference is the, like it's the uh the force in which somebody enforces those rules yeah do you know what i mean like if you went to saudi arabia and they're like we don't want you to do that but uh nothing is going to really going to happen if you do it i think it's like we are and i will behead you if you don't do it it yeah, helps yeah. really enforce it yeah, well, that's that's the thing where like it comes quite. Oh no, it'd be cool. It would be cool to have someone who knows about this stuff and have them on. We well, two weeks time. Got a journalist coming on, Guardian journalist. Okay, is she Muslim. She's Sudanese, I think she is. Her name's Nezrin Malik. Okay, so we got her coming on in a couple of weeks. And I don't just want to bring her on and grill her about her religion. <laughs> I mean, no, she, she writes articles on a bunch of stuff, including on this topic. Oh, okay. Uh, It'd be good to. Oh, that'd be good. Do some research before we. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's absolutely. Well, well. <laughs> yeah, it'd be good if we could do. Wait, some. What other articles does she write? Huh? What articles did she write? Look, start asking questions. Man. Why are you putting me on the spot on the podcast? Why would you do that? The research. Why are you doing this now, right now? You fucking got a computer. Just type in a name. Re- Why are you asking me right now what other article? Why would you do that? This is great. It's the first time Mike's got <laughs> What other article? What kind of question is that, man? What are you doing, man? But um, now we're gonna have her on in a couple of weeks, and um, she wrote, she wrote a book, and um, I'm gonna read some of it. Okay. Uh, and you should too. No. Okay, fair enough. And then we're just going to read it. I'll, 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 I'm, I'm going to read, read articles. articles. I'm going to read our articles. Because there's no paywall in The Guardian, but they're getting close to doing that. Yeah, they are. there's a lot of ads. But it's, it's interesting, though, because, like, although I still think, do you know what? Like, jokes about Islam is the one thing I probably wouldn't do in stand-up. I think it depends how you do it. Our friend, good friend Andrew Mensah, going to be a trouble. Uh, yeah, let maybe not, maybe not talk about. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> let's not bring him any heat. Yeah, but it was just a, for me, it was just an innocuous line. And um, I think I think it's that thing where there's people. I the I think I've noticed this on on because uh, I I've done a joke where I talk about being like my grand from Egypt and Syria, and I do a joke where I have a beer and I got Assalamu alaikum brothers. And that gets a big laugh because I'm taking it. It's like I'm clearly just using like the mm. the fit, but and I I think like things like that are fine. But I, it's it's a weird one because have you have you ever seen the Jim Jeffries routine where he names the microphone Muhammad? No, you seen it. What happened to him? Well, he's still alive. Still fight. He did it. He did the thing is he did this routine probably like twelve years ago. So I it was it, I think there was this thing where like after. 9-11 people would do terrorist jokes about Muslims and stuff and then there was like this calm period and then it was like four lions which everyone loved written by two white guys written by two white guys but they nailed it including the guy who wrote Succession what a range man yeah, yeah. fuck me and he he also my parents aliens no way yeah what the fuck what Jesse Armstrong yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wow that guy he peep show 
Fucking hell, man. What a writer. Dude, got to be the best British writer of all time. I think William Shakespeare probably would. Nah. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> William Shakespeare. Yeah, fair enough. It can be number two, but I yeah, think yeah, yeah, he's kind of got the mantle of... Uh, and then J.K. Rowling. <laughs> nope, not... Yeah, not, yeah let's, let, 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 let's, tread in, let, let's tread into this territory. Islam and, trans, <laughs> and transphobia. Let's walk into the... Let's have this... Let's have this episode. She did nothing. No. Uh, <laughs> no I think... You, you, all right, all right. All right cool, what do you think... You see J.K. Rowling, yeah. right? I'm... I'm not too sure what she said. I'm not too sure either because she wrote a big thing and I'm like, I'm not reading all of this. Yes. <laughs> but it is... It is getting so... I don't like we'll make militancy. This, yes. I just don't like militancy of like, you can't even broach a topic. I don't like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like, again, I don't know what she said, but I feel like there is just this general Twitter militancy of like, don't even disagree on certain things. I don't like that. I think the majority of people who are trans know what's up. And they know like what bathroom to use and stuff from conversations that I've had with very few, but like they know what's going on. They, their life is like, they get things. What well, do you mean in terms of like, this is probably not a big issue to a lot of trans people. Yeah. But I, there's a lot of women who, or just people in general who are allied and like, this is, I'm gonna make this my fight type thing. All right. So we'll make this specific to our job. Okay. So you know the Edinburgh Stand? Mm -hmm. Do you know this story? No, I don't. Or the, the Stand in general, comedy club. Good comedy clubs up in Scotland. They've absolutely fucked it, right? Because they were having a, an, a member of the SNP on. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Who was being called transphobic because mm -hmm. her stance was, uh, is it that Jesse, whatever her name was, uh, who was about who was about to be sent to prison for rape, was now identifying as a woman. So they were going, well, she needs to go to women's prison. I don't uh, know the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like, they were going to put a rapist in a women's prison. Right. But a a, 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 a a trans woman. Okay. Still with a dick. Right. In a, okay. In a, in a women's prison. Yeah. Which is kind of, you know. Probably not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, well done well done on committing that uh, that robbery. <laughs> we're to, to punish you, we're going to put you in a vault with a million pounds. Like, do you see yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I could yeah, joke yeah. about this. It's a fucking yeah. horrific subject. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, but, I get it. But, so she was then being accused of being transphobic because she was going, this is absolutely ridiculous. You're putting other women say, like, we should be, we're meant to safeguard prisoners. This is not safeguarding prisoners. Okay. But I want to know, like, well, no, I'll let you finish now. She was then being accused of being transphobic. She was doing uh, a talk at, I. they have, like, the uh, the old town venue or something, which is ran by the stand during the fringe. She was doing, she was being interviewed there, right? Bethany Black, a trans comedian, was like, I do not feel safe playing the stand anymore, and I'm pulling my gigs there, a gig in October. Okay. Not, she wasn't doing the fringe run. A load of the staff at the stand went, we're not comfortable with this. So they pulled the show. The problem is they pulled a fringe show. So like during a month of like artsy shit, they were then like turning on free speech, which is the entire point of a fringe festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether, whether you like it or not, you should be allowed Just to have different, different, ideas. different ideas at the fringe festival. And God fucking knows... 
Is that is that the music? Yeah, you can't hear it. I don't think. Can you not hear it? No, I don't think is it so. worth texting him and just saying? Oh yeah, I'll drop a message. We're trying to. It should be fine. Yeah, yeah, should be alright. We're trying to bludgeon our way through. Uh, yeah, through through this. We're already. I'm already tipped time for <laughs> my. I don't need. <laughs> unce, unce. Yeah, they were sending a rapist <laughs> to. <laughs> oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Hey man, Elliot was wrong, but he was in rhythm. <laughs> I think this tricky subject, don't you worry, don't you worry, child, because heaven's got a plan for you. <laughs> you know, the thing with his arm and Western culture. <laughs> Wait for the beat to drop. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so they then in in it, it, yeah, you know, the fringe is a free speech festival. Whether we whether people like that or not, I think you should be able to go up there. And the numbers will talk for themselves and all of that stuff, you know. Uh so they then pulled the show. She then the MP then suit threatened the stand with legal action. Yeah. And Sam was like, yeah, bring it on. And then sort of looked at, and then went and spoke to some lawyers. And the lawyers were like, no, you will lose in court. Yeah. Like, so you've got to put the show on. Like, that's that's the best fit. And it's all just come this massive shit show that it doesn't need to be. So the MP, what were they given to talk about? I don't know. But it wasn't about this particular topic. I'm not sure. I that, Like anything, it's, it's become this issue that doesn't need to... It doesn't need to be. I, she could have just done a fucking talk. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have known she was doing it. Yeah. Nobody listening to this podcast probably would have known she was doing it. Yep. But now they know. Yeah. Because of this whole fuck around. And I, I, I mean, my two questions are: first of all, this MP. I, we, I mean, we don't know. But were they using inflammatory language to say that this person shouldn't be in a certain prison? And then secondly, the people who complained. How many of them were they really? Do you know what I mean? How big of a thing was this? Because you know how it happens on the internet. You'll get two people complaining and then the media jump on it and be like, uproar. Mm. And then now more people jump on it. So like, how big was this whole furor in the first place to now, now, now become this? It was it was a bit of a thing. Could we Google it perhaps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, see, I watched uh, the original video or like the video that she made about like when they pulled her thing and for the... Four and a half minutes it was. She didn't say anything that I thought was particularly out of line. Mm. Um, I And it, it, it's this really tricky subject. Uh, and it's tricky for... The, the reason it's a tricky subject is because both sides act fucking stupidly. Like, both sides I feel like at each other. This, this happens with a lot of issues where there might be something happening that's logical, but people feel like they can't concede because then the other side will be like, oh, no... You've given us the space to say everything on this topic. Mm. So, like, nobody wants to concede, even on points where you probably should concede or will admit, like, yeah, that is probably uh, silly. Because now the other side will take that and run with it. So you feel like you have to stand militant on everything. You know what I mean? Like, people are not getting to a point of reasonableness because they just feel like they'll lose the entire argument. And and then now we're, we're in a place where nobody's budging on anything even over things that are just like kind of obvious or a bit silly. So, you know, I think that's just where discourse is going on so many different topics. You know what I mean? It happens with racism. It happens with the trans stuff, sexism. But but racism is... Uh, it's Sexism and racism are like, you can kind of go that sexist, that's racist. Mm. 
transphobia is a difficult one mm. because if a woman goes, I don't feel comfortable with someone who's a guy who I, de- or, or someone who fucking I perceive as male being in the changing room with me. Mm. I don't feel comfortable with that. And then they go, yes, but it's a woman. And then you go, okay, but like, I don't think it, that you know, one day, it, yeah. it, it's, it's like, if you, if, if it's just, I don't want black people in the changing room. Mm. You can't really go like, oh, yeah. well, you know, I get you know, I, it's, it's, an yeah. easy, it's, it's, it's easier to have the argument. Yeah. Whereas this one, it, and the problem is, I think is if you agree with, um, which I think a lot of fucking women do, they agree with that first statement, they're terrified of being labeled a turf. They're terrified yeah. of being labeled because of how militantly aggressive aspects of the, and I don't want to say the trans community because I don't think it is trans people for the most part. I think it's this allyship thing from what I see. Yeah. I see, you know, it's it's like, look, Gra- Graham Linehan is a fucking lunatic. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no doubts about it. The guy's fucking mental. There was, the, he, but there were the people on the other side who behaved just exactly how he behaves, but from the other side's point of view. Yeah. I see comedians who I stand with the trans community. What do you do? It's not, but you're not trans. Yeah. It's like me going, I stand with Black Lives Matter. I'm not black. It mm. doesn't, it does. I don't know what the, I don't know what Black Lives Matter wants. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah, and even if like you do support it, you, you can't understand all the intricacies of every element of the movement and just be like, well, I'm gonna stand on this and I'm gonna stand on everything just because I wanna be seen as the most supportive. That's not necessarily the most supportive thing you can do because there's such a different range of perspectives. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you could be like, yeah, man, I'm the Black Lives Matter, defund the police. Because there's some black people who are at that level of militancy, but then there's going to be some black people like, no, no, I want police. What are you talking about? No police. I'm a white guy telling Dom. Yeah. He shouldn't have a fucking job. Yeah. Do do, do you see what I'm saying? That's where like, that's, that's where that allyship thing, I think, I think falls down slightly and, and people come across as, uh, I find it very very disingenuous. Because people, I think, no, I'm trying to understand like people coming at it from a genuine point of view of like, allyship has to mean, being the most stand on the most radical side, because that way I can't be saying, "Oh, you're not part of it," because I'm I'm with the most radical element of it. So that means I'm most about it. I think that's their mindset, but that doesn't always work in reality when you break down every individual topic. I mean, I think at the end of the day, if people are leading with empathy, do you know what I mean? In terms of, let's say J.K. Rowling, I think she she said she was sexually assaulted at uh, some point in her life, and that's probably oh, yeah. that's probably uh, affecting some of her viewpoints or how she um, rationalizes certain things. That doesn't make her right or that doesn't make her everything that she wants to happen correct. Mm. But it's like both sides need to lead with empathy of like, okay, I could see how she got to this point. But at the same time, she has to understand how people get to their point and not just be like, well, she's a evil witch lady. Yeah. Witch lady, considering, you know, yeah. she wrote the. Magic books, yeah. but like, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if both sides lead with empathy, it doesn't mean there's going to be a correct answer, but it just means maybe we'll get to a place of more understanding. I mean, I feel like I'm ultimately outside of this debate because I haven't got really a, a, a leg to stick in this fight. Do you know what I mean? Um, maybe it's just a selfish point of view. All right, let me ask you this: 
Do you really give a fuck? And be honest. I don't think I do. I think yeah. people give a fuck about what they give a fuck about. You know, everyone has their movements that they, let's say everyone has like two or three movements where like, this is my shit. You know what I mean? I It's just not one of my main things. Well, I, yeah, like we've got things going on in our lives. Yeah, man. You you can't just ask people. And, and I don't understand how such a tiny minority take up such a massive bit of argument i'm sure there's like it's a cultural thing and all of this but i really am getting tired of the same fucking debate week in week out while the planet is fucking melting <laughs> and like yeah. you know what i mean and it, it just comes a little bit like i i empathize with trans people i i think people absolutely are transgender i think if you are transgender you should be able to get the operation on the NHS. That's a mm. mental health thing. You should absolutely be able to get that. In, in my opinion, I know that that there's some people who be like, what, our tax money's going to... Listen, your tax money's gone a fucking missiles that land on shepherds. You tax money's going for people who go on benders and then, you know, they go to NHS. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it goes on a lot of dumb things. Yeah, well, it's dumb, but I'm just saying. No, but yeah. I, absolutely. Like, you know, st stop using the money that like, oh, my tax money. I don't give a fuck if some of the tax money that I lie about is <laughs> <laughs> used for that. I think that's a good thing. That I just want the pothole outside my front door. That's what the main one. And they're trying okay. to fill up a hole as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so poetic. I but like, listen. The first rule of life: do no harm. Mm. And that's I try not to make any situation worse. So certain situation, if I don't understand it, I'm not going to wade in with my opinion or like fucking burn down a clinic. Because like, why would I do that? Do you know what I mean? I focused it's on the thing. very good of you to not burn down a clinic. I know, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the do no harm. But I will care about the things that I care about and other people care about the things they care about. And then there's uh, hopefully enough people on the seven billion on earth to care about enough things that we can get them all mm. like somewhat equal. Because that's how life works. Not everyone's going to care about every single issue because there's going to be uh, trans people and people care about feminism and they, when it comes to the black stuff, they're like, eh. Oh, that, that yeah, it's it's like a, it's like when people are like black trans lives matter, and you go, doesn't that fall under black lives matter? Yeah, doesn't that fall under? What? But even then, those people they're like, well, this is my very specific section that I'm focusing on, and I'm like, good for you, you focus on that specific section. Mm. Like I said, not everybody has to care about every issue, and everybody should be canvassing as many people as possible to care about their issue. Everyone's fighting for the attention to get you to care about their issue. And that's what they should be doing. Mm. That's how you get people to change. I know it is though that some of this gender stuff is getting a little bit, it's getting a, it's, it's you know, it is, I, and I, I support people being non-binary. I ain't gonna lie. All right, this is my absolute, complete opinion on it, right? Mm. I think it's silly, mm. but I like people and I think they should have their silly. Do no harm, man. So I support, I follow football. Mm. I identify as a Crystal Palace fan. That doesn't exist. It's not a real fit. It's just, it's a, it's a, so who am I to then go to someone? Well, I don't understand. You know, if someone doesn't understand football, I'm not going to spend my time convincing them that I was born a Crystal Palace fan and all of it. Do you know what I mean? It, it doesn't really exist. It's, mm. a, it's a silly thing that I'm into. Mm. I, I feel like that, with a lot of the gender stuff. Mm. Like that, it's this thing. I don't get it. I consider it silly. But if you're into it, fucking cool. All, all do it. I do 
think there is a thing though, and I've noticed this with younger audiences, is that they're at that weird stage of life and a lot of them are, they are middle-class white kids and they're not, they, they've not kind of learned that they're not special yet. Yeah. And you kind of have that realization later into your 20s where you go, oh, no one really gives a fuck about me. And in the work terms of society, like nobody, nobody really cares. And I know that's a weird thing to say on a podcast where we ask people to listen to for our opinions and these thoughts. But w take the pressure off yourself that you're special. But you that have to let them go through that, man. The yeah. same way every young generation did. And some young generations, because they believe that they are special, they change some shit. And this is the thing that this young generation is like, well, we want to change this. And I don't know, is it going to be for the better or the worse of society? I don't know. But you, that's just how better. society moves. I think it's for the better. I think it's for the better as a whole. In terms of discourse, in terms of things like that, is it making it more... Uh, is it making it worse? Maybe. Mm. But, like, to them, this is what they wholeheartedly believe is uh, making society better. And you know what, man? Uh, I don't know. But if, if, <laughs> I don't know. If people are non-binary stuff, I, I try to respect it. I try to remember their pronouns and all of that stuff. But I am going to fuck it up every now and then. Yeah, I mean, I and think... They, they, they can, I, ha I had a case recently where someone got very upset with me because I misgendered them. I was very, I was very apologetic about it. But a bit of me was like, if you're going to be doing comedy, you're going to need to be a bit tougher than this. Like, you, if you're going to be, not just comedy in society, you're going to be dealing with drunk crowds on a Saturday night. Mm. And the public can be assholes. You're going to have some people who just don't believe and they're going to actively uh, do bad things on purpose. Mm. That's whatever. Then you're going to have people who may be like, yeah, whatever. I don't really believe, but you do you. And I think some people, they sometimes even have issues with that. Mm. It's like, you have to believe. Yeah. And it's like, you're not going to win everybody over. That's not what you're trying to do. And That's not the point of, the point of like, I'm not going to make, you're not going to make everybody non-racist. Do you know what I mean? Not everybody's going to be like, I love black people. They da, da, da. But at least fucking, like, racism is illegal. Do you know what I mean? You're not allowed to do that. They know that they can't go in public. Yes. And do that. that that's that's the best you're going to get to. You're not going to get everybody wholeheartedly with you, holding hands, signed up to the thing that you believe in. But I don't think that's the goal. Right. But with, but with race, the, the, thing, the thing with that, though, is that it comes like where... Like, where does, I mean, like, I agree, racism should be illegal, but then who decides what's racist? Do you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. there, there are some people, black and white, who are like, you know, if you if you even go, if you if you were to look at something like and make, so for example, if you were to go like, stop and search is racist. I'm, I'm sure it comes across as racist, but if you look at like the figures of knife crime, of why they're targeting certain. But even then, I feel like we've reached a base level in society of what is socially acceptable, and that's the best we can do. Mm. And in terms of a lot of the gender stuff, maybe I think that's what we're trying to get to—a base level of what is socially uh, uh, acceptable. But hey, listen, man, we are we are eating into our time. Is, is someone else five? after us? Yeah, at twelve. And we got five minutes left. Oh, yeah. Oh, do we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's it's a, it's a tricky one with that, all that stuff, and you know, maybe one day I'll be doing more research on it. But right now, I just kind of like, like I said, just do, do no harm and try not actively make the situation worse and respect people 
when they tell me that this or that, even though I don't know all the information about it. You know, I'm I'm 28, so I'm still young enough to like be open to change. Oh God, yeah, and and th- that's a that's a really important thing to have as well. I think is like understand that you can be wrong and forgive yourself for being wrong. Mm. You're allowed to have the uh, wrong opinion, uh, but don't stand by it. Like look at the other stuff. You know, I I think you know. I, I try to be really empathetic, empathetic with these things, and, mm. you know, understand that people have a different, you know, if you do believe that you are non-binary and stuff, it's probably really difficult to grow up in school and all of those things. And people, I say it's probably easier now, man, from what I hear about from the kids, man, you kid comes in and they'll be like, oh, I'm a, I'm a she. I'm like, yeah, all right. I think that's, that's what the, maybe the, the blessing of this youth generation is. It's just like, yeah, whatever. I was speaking to my friend who's a parent the other day and he was like, do you know what? He was like, diversity on TV, especially on kids' TV shows, has made my kids so just used to people. Mm. Like, so just, he's like, you know, disabled people, trans people, all of these things. And he's like, that that should absolutely, I've always found that weird. Like, there's this thing where years ago, school got in trouble because they were like, we're going to start teaching kids about pornography, like Mm. at like 12 years old. Like, it's, it's, you know, and people were like, this is Satan in school. And the school is going like, no, your kids are going to access pornography. We need to let them know that that's not real sex. Like, that's not what sex is like. Because there's a generation, our generation of lads have been raised, and and women, you you notice it. Like, it's, sex is like porn fucking, like yeah. for a lot of people now. It's, it's a lot of that, you know, quite almost quite violent, like mm. the way that people have sex in, in porn videos. That's like, okay if some people want that. People are into that and it's consensual, absolutely. But like to, for people to be raised thinking that that's- That's just the that, base That's level. the base level of sex. Yeah. And I'm, a, you know, I remember when I was like uh, 18, 19, being pulled by the 34 year old feminist comedians in Edinburgh um, who, Predators. Predators. Apex predators. God bless them. When they laid on you, it's like a car, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Feminist, isn't it? <laughs> Classic beat <tech. laughs> But but they they they, they like they very much like you, one of them was like, yeah, you fucked like a 19-year-old. And I was like, because I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm 19. What did you well, want me to do? Identify. Yeah. But um yeah, man, I think there's a lot of people, man, because they grew up a certain way in a certain time period. They just think that's the way things are supposed to be. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, man, you can't get stuck. You just happen to be born in that time. If you have, you were born 20 years later, 20 years ahead, you would have thought it was supposed to be that way. Mm. So people need to ha- uh, be open, like, listen, everyone has main character syndrome. So you just go out thinking, this is the way things are supposed to be because this is the way it was for me. I don't have the open-mindedness to accept that some people are growing up a different way. And maybe some things were good in the way you were born. And then maybe they should stay that way a little bit. But it's not your world. Yeah. Some shit just changes. And it's scary if you got kids. I imagine it's very scary if you got kids having just being taught in a completely different way, in a completely different world than you were in. But you turned out all right. <laughs> that's it, like, oh, no, 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 man. You turned out all right. No, you just have to true. trust that this new wave of the way the world is going, you can't control it. That's what a lot of these politicians are banning books and burning shit and they're trying to control shit. And it's like, you can't, bro. You just can't. Yeah. Don't let the fucking drag queens in school, though. <laughs> you are being mental. Like, that is, that is, you're just going to piss everyone off with that one. It's just so, a dude in a dress reading I a book. I know, but just fucking read the room. Listen, <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, did she hurt anybody? 
That is true. You know. Did she hurt any? I mean, she did fuck up her his kids because yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, no, no, no. Awful, awful parent in it all round. It's awful really parent. manipulative what Robin Williams did in that film. Uh, yeah. Just like you had a custody order to stay away <laughs> and then you turn up dressed as a woman making your kids think that you were that woman. Do you reckon some of the deleted scenes where Marina kids story in his hands just going up his kids <laughs> a little bit? We keep secrets in this house, don't we? You can keep secrets. You could definitely write that as like a psychological thriller. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, hundred oh percent. From the mum's perspective, that is a psychological thriller. of the portrayal, the psychoticness, you, and now it's a fucking musical, <laughs> fucking in the West End. We should go watch that. I'd love to watch that. But um, no, nah, fucking never drag queen reading a book. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, wear pants as long as nothing's the, coming out. The, have you seen those videos where like they like drag queen shows in front of kids? That drag queens are fun. Are they on a pole? Some of them are twerking and shit. Okay, that's is that like uh, the Barney twerked? No, it, Barney. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't like Barney was clapping cheeks. <laughs> Imagine Barney with a butt crack. That's oh, a whole yeah. different. <laughs> <laughs> that makes, that's a, that's a lot. With an arm. <laughs> and it's just like clap yeah, along, clap, kids. Clap. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. No, but the yeah, we're just in it. the. I think like drag queen shows are a lot of fun. I, I've, I've, I've seen in Edinburgh and stuff. I've seen them. They're fucking brilliant, you know. But they are. It is like very cheeky, very sexual innuendo. Very. Well, like, no, well, less. I can't judge unless I'd see the one that they made for the kids. Mm. And then I'm just reading a story's fine. People take kids to hooters as well, though. That, that's a that? good point. I do. I do think that's one thing in the straight community that we do that's weird. Is like, yeah, is like there'll be cheerleaders and like, well, like, like if a nine-year-old's like staring at cheerleaders, it's like ha 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 ha. But then if there's anything that's like gay and a nine-year-old stares at it, we're like, yeah. you're for gonna turn him into a. Th and <laughs> for thirty years, <laughs> for thirty years, if a kid went on a bus and there was a son on there, they'd open it up. First page is a pair of tits. That's a very good point. That was socially acceptable for 30 years. But I remember one time, yeah, someone came up to our class window with Patriot the Sun. We we're all like in like year five <laughs> and just waved it. And it just, everyone was like, yeah! <laughs> Still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. That's wild. That's just on the newspaper next to like some government. Like, remember when people were campaigning to get rid of that page three? Took away some jobs. Yeah. Fucking scumbags. Now they still have a job. They just have to cover up. I know, but do you know? Do you know what? That was just for like builders were going to work, right? They were doing labouring. People were driving vans, and they just got to see a pair of tits. That, and it just it gave them some hope. <laughs> That's what it was. It Kept just gave them going. some fucking hope in their miserable lives. They're getting talked shit at on the site all day. They're having a drill. They're having to do all these fucking labourous things. And I open it up, and there's a pair of tits. And it got them through it. A couple and a pair of tits. And you, you stole that from them. When Britain was Britain. Uh, bring it back, I say. <laughs> definitely unnecessary to bring it back. Bring it back. This is just porn. Bring it phone. back. Stop the boat. <laughs> Neil for the Sing king. Sing the national anthem. <laughs> All right, man. This has been a, a wide-ranging episode of B-Tech, as always. Uh, if you enjoyed that, man. You know, you, you saw this level of unfilteredness. Imagine what you get on the Patreon. The Patreon is what? lit. Extra hour. You've got to listen to the to the episode of Mike doing geography on the Patreon. I'm telling you, <laughs> we're gonna. Do you know what? I'm gonna put a seven day free trial on the Patreon. Please go and fucking listen. Go listen to that it and is agree the funniest, with me. Funniest, funniest thing I've ever heard. And see why I'm as right. Our geography is bullshit. Uh, leave us a five star review as well. That really helps. 
Share it with some friends. We're growing. We're please, building. Please do. Live show. Elton John. Ricky Gervais. It's coming. I think it's I think it's November the 5th. November the 5th. So please book because tickets are going to go fast. Elton is busy, man. Okay. Uh, this has been B-Tech Philosophers. We'll see you next week, babies. Got it. Nice.